call it a comeback, everybody. Comeback. Welcome to Black Box, a show where the ideas are made up and none of it really matters. Can I say that? Is that trademark? Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> Good. Well, we're going with it. This is uh, Chris back here. We've got Sam in the saddle. We've got our our third component here, Rue. What's going on, kids? <laughs> little LL Cool J for youns, because bringing it back. We're bringing yeah, it back. The welcome back episode. It's it's been uh, about one week since our last airing, so <laughs> you guys won't notice anything in your podcast feeds, of course. Uh, yeah. Just gearing up in time for our Christmas special. I know everyone's been uh, waiting for. Just <laughs> may notice some archive updates in your feed. Pay no attention to that. Nothing's happened. Everything is as it should be. I'll tell you this one thing. I am all in on the Dreamweaver 2000. <laughs> Throw back to episode two. I'll put up some serious money for that, bro. These are on song. It's already out there, man. Someone's jacked our idea. Yeah. Putting that in everything. I mean, we we took a lot of time pursuing a lot of the ideas we covered, and we made a lot of money. Lost a lot of money, unfortunately. So we are back here trying to brainstorm some more. Yeah, that's where we went for a year, but we're back. Yeah. It's been a year? This is on hiatus for a year? Probably hasn't been a year. I, it's been a while, though. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. It's been I think I'd said nine months or something like that. You guys have been traveling the world, looking for new ideas, brainstorming new inventions, and all kind of stuff, huh? Yeah, things have changed. I like it. <laughs> but it's it's good that we're bringing you in, Rue, uh, with all your legal expertise on <laughs> both sides of the law, of course. Yeah, man, I got my... Uh, I've got a uh, law, pre-law at uh, <laughs> University of Phoenix. Right? Pre-law is important too. That's before you get to the law. So you yeah. need the prep work. Most work is pre-law, so that's good. Yeah, I mean, see, I know a little bit. I yeah. watch Judge Judy a lot, so, you know, there's that. It's primetime, daytime television. Love Judge Judy, dude. Yep. Love Judge you know, You know how you win Judge Judy? You don't say poop. <laughs> You don't say freaking poop, right? You just let the other dude just like talk all this smack and Judge Judy start tripping and she'll just like kick him out and you win. That's I mean, how really, you do it. Really, you got to meet Judge Judy either way, so there's no losing. It's it's a win-win situation. Now, I, I, I looked into Judge Judy, right? Yeah. Apparently, she's not like really has much say in anything. She's more of a... What do they call that when you get divorced and you sit down and negotiate? A mediator? Yeah, she's a mediator. Interesting. Yeah. I feel like you just led into our first invention. Can we make a better Judge Judy with like someone who has some power? Like, an, <laughs> like what what if it was yeah. an actual executioner and you know people actually stake their lives on this? That'd be intense. It's like trial by combat, but with TV, what? yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whatever happened to Trial by Combat? I mean, we could bring that back. Oh, by the wayside somewhere. They have that. Uh, do you see that show? It's called like Night Fight, where these no. dudes dress up like knights and they fight each other in, like suits. I've heard of it, dude. The show is the craziest thing, dude. Apparently, it's like this big thing. They, it's like, I, it's like a real league. These dudes make their armor and then they get battle axes and proceed to beat the sack out of each other. Huh. I think that, we should do that at work. I like I've been that. saying this for years. If you want someone's job, you challenge them to combat. If you I beat like them, you it. get their job. If you don't, you can't challenge them. To get That's very Game of Thrones of you, so crazy. Yeah, man. That's very Greek of you, even though you've never seen Troy. Yo, Morrison, uh, can you believe this dude's no. in Troy and he's freaking Greek? That's pretty messed up. Oh, I'm only half Greek, so I only had a half percent chance. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the coin flipped the wrong way on that. that that's a classic. You got to see that. It's it's it's. I know. Probably the yeah. best film released that month. We should invent <laughs> like a filter that when someone is surprised that you haven't seen a movie, it just slaps them in the face or something. Oh, dude, I got a great idea. So yeah. instead of like Ancestry.com, it's like. I don't know what you call it, but you get your DNA and they find out who you are. And then there's a bunch of movies related to like your ethnicity. I say that? Ethnicity. So like, so creates is Greek. You'd have to watch like Troy would pop up. Uh, Bill and Ted would pop up. 
You know, all these <laughs> that movies. one scene with Joker. <laughs> yeah. Like, all these movies have, like, Greek references. So that would be dope. That's so, pretty cool. That's cool. And it's also pretty easy because we just have people send us their DNA and then we forward it to Ancestry.com, intercept the results, <laughs> and just Google whatever, like, <laughs> ethnicity yeah. they are. And once and you then, have that database established, you just, you're like, yeah, oh, man. French. Here's I, all the French movies. Yeah. Then we could rank them best Greek movie, top 10 Greek movie or Greek references in a movie. You know, definitely, uh, what's that one, so crazy with the Windex? My big fat Greek wedding. Yeah, there you go. That would come up. You know, there's a whole bunch of them, dude. We could even take it next level. And if we get a bunch of, you know, actors, actresses, DNA, we could be like, this actor is closest to you in DNA. You should see all their movies. Ooh, like that. Yeah. So, Although, Chris, who, who do you think you would match? If you could guess. Hmm. Who do you think you would match? Your DNA would match. Probably Brad Pitt. If Probably I had to guess. I'm trying to think. <laughs> well, I think more of a, like a Gerard Butler type. Yeah. Ooh, Even I though like he only that. played a Spartan, I don't think he's got any of that in him. I think Marsh- wrong. Marshmallow. He's like a good Tom Hanks. He got that kind of personality. <laughs> yeah, I, I could see that. I would yeah, do. Man. I would ta- do very well on. Are we talking life. about matching people like? DNA or just like who you think they're kind of like? <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> True. I don't know. <laughs> but no, that'd be tight, huh? That'd, that'd be, be cool. cool. Well, that's our. That's a, that's good, a good start, start right what, there. What would, what would you just call it? What would you call that? I like the internet movie DNA base or something. Oh, I like but that. I think that so acronym that's, that's exactly IMDb. So. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know what you call it, DNA. I don't know. IMDNAB. Movies, <laughs> DNA movies, movies. I don't know. But I think about it. But we're on to something. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. I like it. Um, Let's see. Oh. <sighs> Were there any, do you guys have any other ideas coming in? Because I, I jotted down a few while we were talking pre-episode. And they all look bad now, but I can throw them out there. <laughs> I've got a bunch of, so I got a good one. Right? Okay. So you guys remember them ice pops from back in the day? Yeah. Remember, it's like in the plastic, like. It's like oh, it's too. Oh, like stick. they're liquid? Yeah. Yeah. Remember, Marshmallow, remember, like, everyone in a burg had them. It was like, yeah. that. Like, if you went to somebody's house, if you went to somebody's house in a burg and had ice pop, like. Not the generic, like your parents can't afford the real ice pops. Like the ice pops that said ice pops on the side. Like those were like you were a stud. I mean, right? that, ice pops themselves weren't even that expensive. So like the generic ones were uh, a real step down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And the real ones, the fake ones, for some reason, they didn't have a label on it, and it just had this frozen chunk of ice in it. Yeah. But for some reason, the ice pops just tasted better, right? Yeah. So you go to somebody's house, you're like a pimp. Like, yes. I'm like, oh, man, we're best friends, man. Your mom's buying ice pops, yeah. you know? And like Capri Sun, forget about it, you know? Is this an invention or just an old man story? What I did is we got ice pops for the kids, right? Yeah. TJ's tripping balls all the time because he can't, he can't push the ice up. So I'm thinking we come up with some kind of clip or something that you clip onto the ice pop that holds the ice just at the right level above the little plastic so, like, a two-year-old could eat it and not quick, like, flipping out. You know, there actually is a thing that used to sell for toothpaste where you stick the tube in and you, like, roll it and it squeezes the paste to the top, maybe... There you go, Socrates. You're on the something, son. I that like has so it. many applications we haven't even begun to touch. Yeah. Is this similar to just like a, a binder clip that you just clip on to the popsicle thing? Well, okay. it, would need, it would need to be something simple enough for like a two-year-old to use. That's what I'm questioning because if you can't hold up a popsicle, this needs to be pretty easy <laughs> operation. <laughs> it needs to be something like like slides. Oh, yeah. Know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you like put it over the ice pop and then like you use the plastic to slide the ice pop up. That you know makes I mean? sense. Yeah. 
Or you could have like a face mask that attaches to his head and holds the popsicle like vertically above. Oh, him. there we go. <laughs> it just slides further out. Stick that thing in a more. funnel. Yeah, maybe. Well, I got I another know. one, right? Yeah. I was doing yard work and raking leaves. You know what's so bad about raking leaves? All the leaves that get stuck on the rake. So why don't they make a rake that cleans the leaves off all the, like the what do you, you call them? Teeth or fingers? Yeah. So, you know, like if you have like a kitchen mop, you have one of them kitchen mops with like the sponge on the bottom. Yeah. And you pull the handle and the rollers come out and wring it out. Yeah. It's kind of like the same thing. There's like a lever and you like pull it on and it like, there's some kind of me mechanical things that mm -hmm. wipes the leaves off the, off the fingers of the rake. That would be really cool. I think that's a good idea. I yeah, feel like it wouldn't be that hard either. You just need like a plastic sleeve over it, right? And you yeah, just, like, you just slide push it down. down and all the leaves come off. I feel like we could, I feel like we could make a bunch of those real cheap too. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, you just buy a bunch of cheap rakes, five and below, I think they got them, right? Yeah. And you just put this little thing on it called a day. <laughs> or what about if we even just bypass the rake and we find a way just to like, is there a better way you can clean the leaves off? Like you're a homeowner. Be. I don't have a yard, but it seems just like so manual. It's the worst. You can just it's... light light the yard on fire. I mean, not, <laughs> I mean, that's clearly dangerous. But well, I was talking about a, you know, them Roombas. Yeah, I was talking about a lawnmower Roomba, but Ooh. it wasn't so crazy. Somebody said those are already around. Oh, I don't know, but that sounds like a great way to end up with a murder bot. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of market for a murder bot, so <laughs> not necessarily a bad thing. <laughs> That's true. I wish I had a few murder bots <clears throat> for reasons. A few. Not, my own. not even stopping at one. That's aggressive. Yeah, at least two. Okay. So distract him with one, and the other one comes up behind you. So we got some good ideas. Oh, I forgot to write these down at all. So <laughs> I got right. you. Here's, okay, here's you got one. It. What? What do you think Yins could do to keep garbage cans from blowing over in a windstorm? Oh, this is actually super. I need this because I lost a recycling <laughs> bin in the last freak windstorm we had. Yeah, we were like losing gone. The lids. And then someone huh. stole it because I never got it back. So, yes, yeah, so you need some kind of like uh, garbage can that won't blow over, blow away. It needs to be like a. A wobble, wobble. Yeah, one of them. Remember them uh, clowns you would blow up? They had like the sand in the bottom. Yeah, I need the thing would weigh a lot if you're dragging it. Yeah, around. yeah, you still want it to be light. Yeah, we maybe it's like super heavy, but just has wheels on the bottom that retract into it. Uh, what if we just sold it with like a little bracket on the back, and you could attach it to your house, and then you could just kind of latch it to the side of your house or wherever you keep your trash can. Kind of keep it fixed. Well, that's a good idea, but what about when it's at the curb? Yeah, that uh, yeah, works for 98% yeah, I mean, of the time. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, always, for some reason, they like to blow away when they're at the curb. Yeah, that makes you sense. Know? Or they're stolen. By what someone. if you <laughs> had little holes at the bottom and you use like tent stakes and you stake them into the ground? But then the garbage man might get salty. Because <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, they're gonna hate us. <laughs> it's a two hundred and fifty pound trash can. <laughs> the guy has to lift it above his head to get it off the stage. <laughs> what if you had some kind of like cart, right? And the the garbage cans clipped into the cart. And then you just wheeled the cans out in the cart, but the cart's definitely be heavy enough that it ain't gonna blow away, and the cans would be clipped into the cart. And the garbage man just come by, unclip them, and you know, do his thing. Yeah. The problem is the garbage man likes to throw the cans. It's like a sport. It's like how far can I throw this empty garbage can in this yard? I don't know what they're thinking. Here's the thing: can we get some way to monitor these trash men? Because I don't know what they're doing out there. They're having a blast right on the back of the truck. That's what I wanted to do when I, I was guess. a kid, man. You're saying like body cams? <laughs> They're just like, well, we uh, put, this could be solved with the surveillance system. We put yeah. cameras on the garbage can cart. Hmm. Cart cans. We'll call it the GCC, the garbage can cart. The GCC. 
GCC. Yeah, man, it's catchy, you know. Yeah, because I want to. I want to get that flex seal guy to sell it. You know. You know, you're talking about like tracking the garbage or whatever you call them, waste management specialists. It made me think maybe you don't try to keep the garbage can from flying away. Maybe you just put a, like a cheap tracker on it so you can at least go get it afterwards. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Yeah, then you know who's been stealing them, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, like, it probably can't blow that far, right? Like a block at most. Well, That's the, what you would think. The, I think the annoying part is the lid. The lid blows away and then people run it over because they don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> things take yeah. flight. You could also uh, like paint picture of like a little child on the lid so cars don't want to hit it <laughs> so i don't know we're going a lot of different directions we could though. we could just send <laughs> trash can lids to boeing that'll keep their planes in the air oh burn <laughs> burn oh, yeah maybe you design a garbage can that's aerodynamic that doesn't blow <laughs> over just you know what i mean yeah, or put like a gyroscope mm. in or something. You can do something cool. Oh, I like that. Probably really expensive though. Yeah, it was, they're like ten G's. Like yeah. they, they, the oh, dudes in that flat Earth documentary had one. <laughs> Did you actually watch a flat Earth? Oh, documentary? I watched it on Netflix. Dudes were like, "Yeah, we got the gyro. It's rage inducing. Our Earth's flat, so it ain't gonna drift." And they're like, "Oh wait, this gyro is drifting. How's that possible?" Oh, I know why. Because space is spinning around us. <laughs> That's what that's they that said. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. You gotta see if you haven't seen it. I'll watch it. What's it it's, called? Oh, I can't wait. Just it's called it. Beyond the Curve. I think. That's it. That's it. So great. Get yourself a six pack and just treat yeah, it. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's pretty good, man. Should I drink the six pack all before I start? Or? <laughs> At least half of it before you start. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> oh dear God. <laughs> Uh, so I did have an idea. Chris, you have a Kindle, right? Yeah. But do you like reading on the Kindle or like your normal book better? I like the book better. Yeah. The Kindle is so convenient. Like it doesn't really bother me. I, I think the main thing I like about the Kindle is that I can read in the dark or like when it's pretty dark. Yeah. So I was thinking like, why don't they just print books with glow in the dark ink? So you could just read your book, Ooh. read it at any time. And I think the only problem I found with that is that glow in the dark stuff usually has to be like <laughs> sunlight activated. <laughs> so, might have trouble with pages. I tell you what, you're on it. So that's a great idea, though. Exactly, especially for kids. Kids would love that. Give them like a scary book. Yeah, it, but you'd have to like put it in the microwave yeah. or something to kind of energize it. So you yeah, pop in the microwave right before bedtime, and you you get in bed and read them a scary story. That'd be pretty good. I mean, that'd be great. good. Books because they're short, so yeah, you probably get through before it like discharged, you know? right? <laughs> I'd have to do some research into actual glow in the dark technology because I don't see that too much anymore, you know? It's a dying industry, yeah. I feel like glow in the dark is like out there with the dodo bird, yeah. Do, do your kids have anything glow in the dark, like the stars on the ceiling or anything? They did, and then they like fell off, <laughs> they ain't like the number of stars. You had you put them on, and them junk was on there permanent. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You took them off, and it paint it peeled the you, paint off with it. And dad's like tripping. Yeah, you, you had know? to like cement them to the roof. <laughs> yeah, these <laughs> ones now are hardcore. These ones now are jank. They're all bogus, man. Ain't the same, <laughs> and they don't glow as good as they used to. Those things used to be bright. They probably had like freaking plutonium in it or something. <laughs> <laughs> what was the last thing you owned that you remember being glow in the dark? <sighs> man. I don't like I probably those stars. Like I don't think yeah, yeah. So. like I'm trying to think I think maybe I had like a t-shirt at one point that had some sort of glow in the dark. Yeah, I had a glow in the dark t-shirt that was a star map and the Ooh. stars glowed in the dark. That was my last thing too, a t-shirt. I mm. got a Destiny t-shirt with a Thunderlord gun on it and it glowed. Should we bring glow in the dark back? Is that is we that should. thing we can do? We should bring it back and make it glow we'd have to make it glow yeah i don't know what for like a long time it has to, it has to be better yeah i feel like, like we could push some boundaries of radiation and safety here yeah it can't be one of those like cheesy glow in the dark things you get out of like the frosted flakes box from back in the day no yeah you, know? you won't want to put this in cereal 
This will be something <laughs> much more intense. <laughs> Somewhere between glow in the dark now and like radium. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. We don't want to go that far. Not that far. See what happens with that? Yeah, about halfway in between those two. <laughs> okay, cool. How much do you think it would cost that? Have a book that has like uh, what's that called? Fiber optic, real tiny thin fiber Ooh. optic that would be like lined in the pages, and that would light them up. It's like pop a battery in it. Yeah, you put the battery in the spine. The spine of the door. I like that a lot, but I have no idea how much that would cost. <laughs> I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> if you buy like a Game of Thrones book or one of them books you read so crazy or much better, that junk would be mad pain. <laughs> like, yeah, reading the Wheel of Time series on fiber optics. <laughs> $20 a book to like 10000 Yeah, Quite a jump, quite a jump. Oh, Batteries not included. That'd be very niche. It'd be like a Kim Kardashian thing, though. You know, it'd be like, for, like rich people. Yeah. You, are you, you saying know, like, she reads long books? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, you need, like, <laughs> you need like Kanye paper for that kind of stuff, man. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, you know, the thing about books, though, is like they're there. You have all these books laying around. That's what I like about the Kindle. It's all digital. Yeah. You know? I like having my books, though. It just sucks when you move, though. Yeah, that's right. true. You know? And, like, you guys got houses, so you might have space for your books, but, like, I just – I don't have anywhere to put them. They're, like, just stacked on my desk and in my drawers. I got, like, a book in my kitchen right now, and that doesn't make any <laughs> sense. It's not a cookbook, by the way. <laughs> and I feel like if I had, like, uh, you see Beauty and the Beast, you know, that 20-year-old movie? Yeah, if you if I had that library and that castle, that would be nice. But I don't. Would be nice. Yeah. What if we did? What would you? What if we did something for people for like with like used books? So you'd have like a used book like library or something where. People, uh, so like, yeah, you'd go and bring all your used books there, but like it's this open place for anyone to come in and read them. But it's not so, like a real library, though. So, like, kind of like you still own the books, but you don't have anywhere to put them. So you like that you lend them to them, and they kind of lend them out to other people. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't in exchange for storing them for you. Yeah, cool. like a yeah. stock market. For yeah. Books what would you call something? that? Like lend a book. I don't know. Something like that. You know. Yeah. Book prison. <laughs> book prison. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> it would turn some turn some ears. Sure. I mean, I would stop. And be like, what's yeah. book prison all about? That's the greatest word I've ever heard. Yeah, bar- you put bars in the windows and everything. <laughs> oh man, these are wanted books. <laughs> but yeah, man, that, you know, something like that. So you get all the books out of your house, but you don't want to yeah. throw them away, and maybe you don't want to give them to the library because maybe one day you're gonna read them again. Yeah, especially, you know? like, I, I got all these, like, books now from when I was, like, a teenager. And, like, they're, like, basically kids' books. I'm not going to read them again. But one day, I might have a kid. They might want to read them. Or, a, like, a nephew or a niece. Yes, you get on a book prison and be like, hey, I'm going to bear out my books. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even do it. So good. I'm obsessed with book prison. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> dude, been prison, years there. Book prison's amazing, dude. Yeah, I I think that's that, that's that's a winner. We got a good idea there. So that is a winner, man. Then you have like the books that don't want to leave. They'd be institutionalized, like Shawshank and Junk, you know. And that could be like the starting point where we start introducing glow in the dark books and see how they do. So it'll be like you know, there's no lights there. There's no lights, of course. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I want it. Okay. Uh, okay, so we went over some of me and Rue's ideas. Chris, do you have anything? Oh my god. Nothing Not to put you on the that. spot. <laughs> I can't follow that up. Okay, I can throw you another one that is <laughs> this is an objectively terrible idea. Um, oh, those are the best. So you know how airplanes have ejection seats for the pilots. <laughs> 
I was thinking, you know, houses catch on fire all the time and you don't want to be trapped in your house. So oh, no. your bed should have an ejection seat <laughs> capability. <laughs> kind of walls and grummet this. So, you know, you basically have a slot in your ceiling that opens up and just like whoosh, catapults you out. You just sleep in a parachute and then you're good to go. And you're safe. <laughs> <laughs> what if you're not in the bed though in a hospital? Oh, well, you'd have to run to the bed. I mean, oh, okay. <laughs> if, you're, system from if you're trapped in any room other than the bedroom, you're definitely in trouble. <laughs> Unless you want to put these everywhere, but that's probably getting a little extreme. Like the first, the first floor wouldn't work at all because you got to go through multiple floors. This is like a attic kind of thing, even. But how would you go through the roof? You'd have to like build the roof to like. How would you break through the roof though? Yeah, there, there's a lot of feasibility <laughs> questions. <laughs> it has to be on like explosive hinges. Yeah, yeah it has to have like a, have like sh the shingles and everything blow off. You know, <laughs> happen like two seconds before the yeah, before, ejects you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if it's mistimed, God help you. <laughs> yeah. And you don't want to have anything in the attic either. No books in the attic. Yeah. Yeah. There's no book prison. There shouldn't be any books in your house. With all the uh, the planning expenses and risk, it's probably just better to fireproof your home. Than well, you could have the roof open like Civic Arena, you know? <laughs> like Civic Arena. That's yeah. the one thing. <laughs> it could open like that. Yeah. yeah. You could do that. You could do that. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, retractable roof. That would be dope. Think about it, though. A house with like a retractable roof. I mean, that would be cool. Like, it would, oh, I'm going to open a roof and get some fresh air in my house. Especially in like yeah. California where it like barely ever rains. You could yeah. always have an open roof. Probably a bird yeah. poop everywhere, but. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, <laughs> the one downfall. <laughs> you could get some easy white floors on your top floor. I don't know. Something. Tiny. Yeah, there you go. Something's easy to clean up. You yeah. know, yeah. Well, speaking, yeah of eject speaking of ejection seats, why don't they have a, like some type of ejection or safety system on airlines? I don't know. That's you know a good what I mean? Point. Like, like, like cost of parachutes. Well, why don't you have the plane have a couple giant parachutes like the Apollo capsule? So how oh, would you just deploy it? Yeah, the whole plane has a giant parachute. That's a good point. That, I, mean, I mean. You could even have it just it pop apart. Work. Yeah. Have the cabin just separate and then just. Yeah, the wings there fall off and it's just like the fuselage, you know? Yeah. Put it on the nose of the plane so y'all end up just leaning back in your seat. Boom. Yeah, you there you go. Show. And it hits tail first when it hits the ground. Yeah. You probably won't die like that. Dude, what? Yeah. See that, man? You what are you doing out there? You could eject all like the luggage and everything, and then it wouldn't even be that heavy. Because I don't. Well, maybe the people are pretty heavy. You could throw off half the people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could get rid of coach. You want some first yeah. class? <laughs> Man, imagine how much more they could charge for first class. <laughs> oh my That's God. a first class option. Boeing, you know? take notes again. That's... This is the second freebie we're giving you. <laughs> Dude, where's Elon or calling him up? Be like, yo, son. Yeah, I'll get him on Twitter. Yeah, man. If the price economy stayed the same, I would be fine with that, with them saving only the first class passengers in case of emergency. <laughs> completely okay with that. <laughs> I might actually fly first class. Probably not. Still not. But it's a good value. Good value. Yeah. You almost be one of like, oh man, I hope something happens. This airplane, I want to, I want to go back with this parachute. Get my money's Seriously. worth. Yeah, I paid for this option. You know, yeah, going a little close to terrorism there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no fly list here. You come. Well, have you guys flown recently? Yeah, uh, on Monday. That yeah. junk is a freaking nightmare, dude. It's like a zoo. Oh, why? What happened? There's just like no room on the. In, in the airplanes, they're, they're jamming so they're many tiny. seats in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the trazel, the Wi Fi is bogus. It ain't even worth it. Yeah, the Wi Fi was straight up broken on the one that I had. Man, they need some OneWeb. That's oh. Yeah. oh, don't even go there. I'm even talking to you about <laughs> it. Jump, even jumping ship on us and stuff. 
Uh, wait, you guys are still working there? I thought those satellite missions ended months ago. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, man. oh, yo, Marshmallow, I don't think you've heard this idea. And this is like bomb. Okay, what is yeah, this? Have I told you about Renamok? Yeah, you have, yeah. Oh, I have told you. <laughs> yeah. Well, Van Halen was that idea every single day for like the last two years. <laughs> Well, Van Halen's got his business dude writing up a business plan for it. This is business dude Dan. Dan, Dan. Dan, Dan. Oh, neighbor. Yeah. No, it's some other cat. Interesting. But look, think about it. Down the port, down the Keysport, right? There's a whole – I was just up there not too long ago. They got a they refurbished old mill that's ready to rock. Yeah, there's like a telemarketer company there now, and they're gone. And they, they, they totally redid it. So it's ready to go. So you put a couple mocks in there. You put an ILC in there, right? Wait, ILC as in like the the food yeah. and beverage? Yeah, you get a cafeteria <laughs> in there. <laughs> ILC number two. <laughs> we need vending machines. Well, no, you get some people in there. You know, making some tacos somewhere. And then I hear Tim screaming. You get a couple barges and put some dishes on them. I'm actually all for the plan. I think it's a really good idea, except for the barges. I'm not sure the barges make a whole lot of sense. You You put them on the river. So what do you gain from that? You got a GN station in a berg. (laughs) But why is it on a barge? Because the river's right there. (laughs) (laughs) Where else are you going to put it? Yeah, where else are you going to put it, man? on top of the the mountain that's right next to the river, I don't think you want to put your your dish in the mo- in the lowest level. Well, I mean, there's gonna city. be some crazy masking, but at least you get a little bit in for time. <laughs> there's only like five degrees straight up. Yeah, you get a little bit. Uh, you know, think I mean, about having a GN station in a burg, dude. That would be awesome. That would be very. That cool. would be sick. It I think costs, you would like, actually make money with that too. Dude, like you got your boys, you got all these like CubeSats. People are fighting over space at Goddard to get a mock. There ain't no more room, dude. Rude, so do you like, want to come describe, on out and rent a mock. Do you want to describe to everyone in the world listening that doesn't know what a mock is, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, that's, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good point. So <laughs> it's like think of Apollo 13, but tone it down a few notches. You know, like a command center. What would you, what would you call Ops center. You fly your satellites or whatever mission, you know. Dude, think about it. They, what's his face wants to go to the moon in like a year, right? You say, He's yo, luck. set the mock up up at Rena Mock. We're doing the moon mission from the Berg, son. Think about it, getting Romanis and stuff. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> to go. Give me a steak and an egg, son. You could you sail know? it into the ocean, too. Yeah, man. No coverage out there. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, more. I'll tell you. <laughs> you, could, you could probably buy that factory for dirt cheap. I think. Right? I think that's the best part of the business. I think the the permanies in the barge. You're losing me a little, but <laughs> but you even got rail line there, so you could rail all that crap in. I mean, I mean, I it's mean, already set up. You know, you go in there, set up some eclipse boxes or itos, whatever poop you want to use. We'll go and we'll help you get everything set up. We'll have all the networks set up of security. We'll have cafeteria, clean bathrooms, right? Nice clean bathrooms. <laughs> That's important. And you just fly your mission out of there. I, I'm in. Sign me up. So you got to tell your uh, boys down, down there about that. My boys at OneWeb? Yeah, tell them about <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, it might be. It is actually so that is part of OneWeb's uh, territory too. Except instead of just making a bunch of mocks, there's going to have one mock and have a lot of automation software and fly a bunch of satellites out of one place. I, that doesn't register when you start talking about automation. It doesn't register. I mean, it, it, it's not on a barge, so it's two completely different. It's two completely different businesses. So. But I like it. So that's good. That's a, that's up there with the. Book prisons. <laughs> Here's the thing with the bars, though, right? You're doing you're doing zero elevation and zero elevation, right? Yeah. But you don't necessarily have to do that because you're on the river, so you could barge it down the river <laughs> to keep tracking the bird for a little longer. That you know would buy you at most like one second. 
<laughs> what, no, I mean, get a picture full of that inside. You gotta get a real fast boat pushing <laughs> a barge. <laughs> a speed barge. Yeah. Just zips back and forth all day. But, dude, I'm telling you, man, cost of living up there's dirt cheap. Buy a house for like 100K. Your mortgage is like 200 stands a month. Yeah. And you're flying a mission, dude. It'd be sick. And we could put mocks all over Pittsburgh. Oh, we could a, we're all over the place. Do a pop up mock in every major freaking team. Mount Washington. We rip that incline on her, put a bunch of dishes up there, call it, dude. I still don't think they have anything where the Civic Arena was, right? No, that's a parking lot. Yeah, I mean, that's a useless parking lot. We could yeah, put a dish air. Yeah, I like it. Um, oh, geez. I, I got one more great idea. So, this one, I was saving. The most mediocre for last. This one is a uh, low speed internet. You know, everyone's gone the way of high speed internet. <laughs> Whatever happened to low speed internet? You know, you got you got kids, and you don't want them watching videos, playing video games. You want them doing their homework, looking at Wikipedia. So you specifically sign up for low speed internet, and you're like, okay, go do your homework, kid. And they they can't do shit. They can look at encyclopedias. <laughs> They can maybe can Google only read things. Three articles today. Choose wisely. <laughs> I tell you what, that's a good idea because it's a pain in the nuts having to put all the filters on and stuff. Yeah, it's just a natural filter, so you just you can't. Yeah, hear it. you just buy this bogus internet that can't stream poop, and it just can go to like encyclopediabritannica.com. Yeah. Damn how old is Charlotte now? She's like four. She's five? five. Damn. So she like know how to use YouTube and stuff. Oh yeah, she's all over that junk. Ugh. I'm like, what in the world are you watching? You know? But what yeah, that's a good idea. I don't know, these random video dude, I don't know. There's all these I families can't... out there now that make these YouTube videos. They're all creepy. That's I don't insane. know what they do. My kid's not going online until high school. <laughs> <laughs> well that's why you get kids internet. K I D Z. K I D Z. Kids interwebs. <laughs> Yeah, so we could we could just like you could have Verizon or I mean I guess we would be our own internet provider here, but it basically be a two tier internet plan where you like log in and depending on the user login and password, it just throttles your internet. Dude, that's a great idea, dude. Yeah, thank you. That's a really good idea. You're on this. It'd be like fifty six k. Be that slow. That, that's very slow. <laughs> <laughs> Not back in the day. You had that. You were like a poop. You're a pimp. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, you got 56K? What? I can download a song. I'm like, dang, yeah. son, it only took you like two minutes to download that photo. That's sick. <laughs> <laughs> what photos were you downloading? Uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> man. Oh, man. Well, holy crap. I think this is like our most idealized episode. Ever. so I, far yeah we've had a lot of pent up a lot yeah it's yeah been a while. yeah maybe it was too much but it's okay i mean there's a lot of a lot of juices flowing around right now with ideas i think the yeah. only thing i'm worried about is that we only have four lawyers so i don't know how many patents they can write up in a week that's a good point oh, true yeah so we'll throw them some ot they'll they'll make it work there you yeah. go i like that we got a, about 500,000 Patreon subscribers right now. <laughs> so that will go to the law fund. Um, I, I did want to, I'm glad you brought that up, Chris, because I did want to mention, I was kind of disappointed the average Patreon donation was only for $28 an episode. So mm -hmm. if we could get that upwards of uh, $400, that would be kind of <laughs> ideal. Really yeah, because we, 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 we spent a lot producing this episode. Uh, the and, top tier will get a free VIP tour of Renamok. <laughs> Pending. Plenary, <laughs> or chicken panini. Wait, you say and chicken linguini? Ch uh, chicken panini. You know, honestly, oh. you make paninis. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, I don't even. So, Chris, how do they cook them things? They put them in some kind of like. This is like a press. Giant microwave. It's like a big quesadilla maker. And it just dries yeah. out the chicken. <laughs> You know, I think it actually might be profitable for me to be a Patreon for one dollar and win that chicken panini. That's actually <laughs> <laughs> worth it. Be careful, that's a pretty good deal. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a throwback because I listened to the archive. I'm interested in this 
gaming table. Oh, yes. Yeah. So yeah. would it be like a sit-down, like Pac-Man style table? Remember the table, the Pac-Man it, Yes. The, yeah, it'd be very similar to that. I was thinking bigger, though, kind of like maybe... Pool table size? Yeah, maybe not. Pool table might be a little too big. Yeah. But like somewhere between a Pac-Man table and a pool table. Now, what if it wasn't digital? What if the board, the table itself, like flipped over or you could swap the tabletops out for different game boards? That yeah. would cut it down from like you know I mean? a $50,000 table to something <laughs> affordable. So it's like, you know, one side's Monopoly, you flip it over, the other one's like, I don't know. Board but that's the kind of thing <laughs> people have like internet monopoly, risk monopoly. It could be anything. People have like tables they make there for games. I don't know. I think we were trying to like expand on that, but yeah, I mean, there's no make, way to do that. Do they make <laughs> tables like that? I think so. Where it's like a board game table, and you sit down and. The table I mean, put has, their... like, the board imprinted on the wood? No, nah, people just, like, put their games on it. Put oh, it, like I a see. Table. Yeah, this I mean, would be, like, the buy this table. It has Monopoly. Super nice one. And it has all the pieces and everything in the drawers and everything in the table. Mm-hmm. That is really cool. And you know, we could just, like, nice. sell the table, and it has, like, uh, interchangeable panels. And we could sell the panels separately, and you just yeah. slide them in. Right. So you want to play really cool. What's the game you just played on Shift? Uh, we played Pac-10, Risk. I've never Pac-10. played games on Settlers of Settlers of Catan. Catan, yeah. Well, that could be yeah. a board. That could be a tabletop. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Top. Yeah, and you could like it's basically scaling up all these games that are usually so small, and it's a lot bigger, and you can yeah, get a lot it, of it. yeah, yeah. Cup holders and everything. It'd be like a party, you know, like game night. Yeah, a legit like table for game night. I yeah. I like that idea a lot. I want one. Rue, you're a hands-on guy. Do you have carpentry skills? <laughs> we could make like a little mock-up, like third scale or something. I thought you were going to go back yeah. to the mock again. <laughs> <laughs> we could 3D print like a mock-up, you know. Wait, do you have a 3D printer? Yeah, man, I got one oh, right. Santa. Okay, I think yeah. I saw you post that on Facebook or something. Yeah, man, we make all kinds of gadgets. But we, so we could make like a mock-up of it. That'd be cool, you know. That might, yeah, I don't. Th- yeah. I don't really make any. I'm thinking, you know, how like at poker tables, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't think anyone like mainstream makes them. Okay, like I've seen board. a lot of, like DIY people. I see. Stuff, but okay, I'm I'm sure there might be, but I don't know. Yeah, this would be like a dope one, you know. You have little drawers of all your game pieces in the Monopoly money stuff. That'd be you pretty. Know? Yeah, <laughs> that would be great. I wonder yeah. if we start off with just like a third scale of it, we could just sell kids games and have it like be a kids version. That's a good point. You can do yeah. like trouble, yeah. mouse trap. Yeah. yeah all well, that kind of stuff. Mouse traps. I, I I hate that game now. Now the OG version they changed it. What? Yeah. The OG version's way better. What? How do you change it? What wait, wait. They change. You remember no. the OG one? You turn a little wheel and like yeah. kick the boot. Now there's this little like flipper thing that kicks kicks the boot, and then the whole actual game's like different. Ah, yeah, yeah. Like what how you play they it. Done. First Time's they changed change. trick cereal. They realized how garbage the new trick cereal was, so now it's back to normal. Then they go and change <laughs> mousetrap. Damn it! Got now, that what, right. What, what are they doing? It's bogus, son. They changed trick cereal. Yeah, remember it went from fruity shapes to just balls that didn't taste like anything, and now they're back to fruity shapes and it's delicious. Socrates is like the Kellogg's connoisseur. Mm -hmm. Hmm. I mean, I think that is like an idea almost. Like we just wait for companies to change their product (laughs) and then just take the old product and sell it. (laughs) (laughs) It's brilliant. If you want to play old mousetrap, play this knockoff <laughs> version. That's a good. Actually, you're on this one. trap. It's like this is original mousetrap. We just put original in front of everything. So they really can't get us for it. Yeah, yeah original mousetrap. Where are those lawyers? We'll have to consult the lawyers on that one. I'm not, sure. I'm not 100% sure about that one. <laughs> There's the right way to do that. <laughs> well, even the cereal's bogus. Remember the cereal? 
back in the day to have like games on it and stuff. Mm-hmm. They don't even have that anymore. Yeah, the box design is really gone. Yeah, that's gone down a tube, son. What's on cereal boxes now? Just, Just nothing? Like, Nutrition facts? Nutrition it's like facts. one stupid like Mad Libs that's three words long. Yeah, or like a little <laughs> maze. It's a garbage story. Yeah. Let's <laughs> let's let's do a three word Mad Libs right now with the three of us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> play. Right. Wait. What? Wait. wait, wait. <laughs> this is the worst Mad Libs ever. <laughs> oh, you're just saying. The word. I thought you were gonna give me like noun. No, I'm just saying a word. I don't actually, I, I don't really remember how Mad Libs works, I think. I well, think it's like, the... it'd be like a blank. It'd say like noun and then a blank and then verb. I and you just pick it in the noun and a verb. Yeah, remember? I was never good at English. But... <laughs> you did go to Woodland Hills, so. Yeah. They... You know, Woody Hills. Class, class B education. <laughs> Got that right, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Oh uh, <laughs> God! How are we doing on time, then, Mister Sam? Oh, hey, yeah, I don't. A long one. <laughs> I don't see the timer anymore. Actually, Uh-oh. I have no I idea how long we've been going. You know, they do need a good way to better organize cereal because I've noticed that cereal boxes, right, don't always fit in good places, like in your cupboard. <laughs> They're like too tall. Yeah, they really need to standardize the cereal box, or we come up with some kind of product that you put the cereal in. Oh, dude, here's what you do. Here's what you can do. <laughs> so you know how you got the big plastic one? What was that movie where the dude forgetting Sarah Marshall? Yeah, and he was all about his cereal. He, I always have the freshest cereal, right? Yep, I do so recall those, but it's a little wider, right? And it has dividers in it. So you could put different cereals in Ooh, that. Like one Tupperware for all your cereals. Yeah, but it's all mm. in one container. That would be cool. You know? It, it could be like a, a cylinder, kind of like those push pens with different colors. And yeah. then you could also, you could click down two of them and mix your cereals oh, together. Oh, dude, that would be dope. <laughs> Wait, you know? this is super similar to the cup idea we had in another episode. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I forgot about that. Which I that, think as of now, I have not published, but it's coming. Yeah, that was a good idea. Dropped in the archives. So yeah. Chris found the lost episodes. Yeah, I got to like actually edit them up so they're presentable and or get all the audio from you, Sam. We need to also find a free hosting site. So that's another business idea. Free web hosting for podcasts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be sweet. That would be sweet. Yeah. Might have to spring and pay the... Nine dollars a month. Don't worry, sir. I'll help you out. I'll chip in, man. <laughs> well, yeah, three bucks a person. Yeah, that's yeah. not bad. <laughs> bad. You, you at least buy a new box of Cheez Its. We all chip in. I've been starving down here. I don't want to eat these Cheez Its. They're so old. Man, you still have some well, Italian dressing over there, too. Though. I know. Like, yeah. I don't even. That's a lot of calories, so you could just. Down that. <laughs> Man, well, I think we should save some ideas for the next. <laughs> yeah, I think we we pretty much flushed this one out. Um, this is a this is a monster of an episode. We've been all over the place with ideas, man. Yeah, it's good. So yeah, but it's good to get back in the groove. You know what yeah. we think about for the next episode is. Products that already exist, but you use it for something else. Oh, that's a really good idea. That's like like Flex Seal is just like. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't don't take the idea for next episode already, bro. You gotta right. save it. You gotta save right, it. Yeah, that's, that's so, think well, about some ideas for that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a good. I like it. There's so many things. Yeah, there's a lot. Like Socrates' headphones could be Dreamweaver. Three thousand. This is the prototype. <laughs> Those can't come off his head. They are. These are fused to my body. <laughs> okay. Wow, well, sweet. Um, I guess we take a tiny minute for housekeeping stuff. We do have a Gmail. We can get that rolling. It's blackboxmailroom at gmail.com. 
Uh, we have a Twitter. I'm going to start getting on that a lot, too. I haven't done anything with it, but that's oh, yeah. Black Box Cast. And, uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I got right now. Do we have a Facebook page? Um, not as of now. No. We should get that. I think that'd be pretty easy to get. Do we have an exchanging gram? Nope. No. Okay, so our social media front is a little. Oh yeah. We're, uh, All right. Well, we do. We have can a work Patreon on that. With a, a 510,000. That's pretty impressive. Our social media. Oh, it's all word of mouth at this point. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once we get stuff locked down with like hosting, actually how to edit these, we'll, we'll start. This is the best the podcast ever. I don't care what anybody says. They <laughs> are so funny, man. Dude, it's I mean, world renowned at this point. Haven't you seen the reviews? Hey, we're going to be on Fallon before we know it, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, think yeah. about it. Yeah. Right if, we all, if we all split up the social medias, we can probably make a few accounts before the next one. Oh yeah, we can knock some out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Black box Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm trying to imagine. <laughs> How would that work? Black box and swipe like, right hey. for good ideas, or what? It's, it's, all, it's all about the mystery. You don't know. I don't marketing. Okay. Well. Sweet. <laughs> that's a wrap. Thanks, guys. Yep. I guess that's it for this one. See you all on the next one. See you, kids. Hey, everyone. Chris here. Uh, You may have noticed a sweet new uh, intro jingle we got. want to throw a huge shout-out to Alexander Gallows for that intro music. Uh, You can check him out on Spotify, YouTube, Instagram. Look him up, Alexander Gallows. Thanks again for the sweet song. You'll be hearing a lot of that. See you all next time.